Welcome to Kylie Mentors Moms, a podcast where you can feel empowered in your role as a business owner and a mother. I'm your host, Kylie Ann, a mom of three and wearer of all of the hats. Let's get started. Okay, you have probably noticed that things are a little bit late this week, or maybe you're behind so you don't even know. I have promised from day one of starting this podcast that things are not going to be done perfectly. I'm going to show up real who I am, and that means sometimes these are just a little bit late. Sometimes I skip a week when things just get out of control and I get behind. Um, Sometimes I talk over, like, mumble my words and forget words, and I just let that all go. Um, That is something I promised from day one because I want to show up as a real person, as a real mom in business, showing the struggle, showing that life gets busy. Sometimes things get pushed off and other things take priority. So this week was a little bit crazy. Uh, My sister had her baby. Um, my parents' divorce was finalized, so it was a little bit emotional. Um, we had to hire two new people, um, one unexpectedly. I had to hire a new nanny, um, and I had to hire a new photographer because we are just exploding with work. And so basically, it was crazy. I had to hire, I had to build a new website, I had to train, um, I had to you know, help my sister with her new baby and pictures and all the different things. It was a lot. So I'm a little bit late this week and that's okay. So Luke and I wanted to get on and do a podcast on how to get your spouse on board with your business. And we got a lot of great questions from you guys to turn this into a great podcast episode, but he's not here today. So I'm actually going to still kind of keep the topic of um, marriage and spouse and all that because I think it's something we haven't talked about, but it's really important. But uh, we are going to have this other episode with Luke on it, interviewing him, talking about how he has been supportive and what kind of what that looks like and how we found balance in that and how involved he is with the business and all those other things. But today I want to talk about this other important question I got, which is how to keep your marriage alive while being busy with life and business. First of all, I think it's important to note that Luke and I do not have a perfect marriage, and I don't think there are a lot of people out there that have a perfect marriage. If they say they have a perfect marriage, I almost don't believe them. Just from my experience, um, marriage is hard and it takes a lot of work, and maybe some parts of your marriage are easier than other people's, but that doesn't mean that it doesn't take constant effort and work Um and all that. So I first want you to know that any advice I'm giving is from my experience and it's things that I'm using in my life and marriage every single day. We've been married for 10 years. We're definitely not experts, um, but we, you know, we've tried to figure out how to balance our, our marriage and it definitely has different seasons of where things are flowing really nice and then other seasons where we haven't had a date in a month and we barely see each other because we're switching off kids. So that's another thing that I think is important to know is that it's not always perfect. It's not always balanced. There's ebb and flow um, and just take baby steps to getting to where you want. And if you feel like you can't be there right now, that's okay. There will be a different season where you can prioritize it more. So I wanted to start with those things because sometimes it's easy to look at all the things falling apart in your marriage or that aren't going well in your marriage or that are hard and then you get on social media or you hear a podcast and you hear about all this amazing, like all the things they're doing that are so amazing and I just don't want you to think that everybody else has it all together because we're all learning and growing and it even reminds me, um, Rachel Hollis and Dave Hollis had a marriage podcast where they got on every single week and gave marriage advice and they talked about their marriage and how they're making things work. And then not even a month after the last episode aired, 
they announced their divorce. And I'm not saying Luke and I are going to announce our divorce at the end of this month, but I'm just saying just because someone gives advice, they're sharing what's working for them or what they're trying to do or what they feel like could work for other people. But that doesn't always mean that it's going to be the the save all um, thing, especially, you know, when you see situations like that, it can be hard. So that being said, I'm going to share a couple of things that have worked for Luke and I in keeping our marriage alive while being busy with life and business. We both are very, very busy in our jobs. Um, Luke works down in Orem, which is two hours from where I live. Um, and he works down there about two days a week right now. And then as soon as Corona is over, he's going to start traveling again about 40% of the month. So he has a really busy work schedule. And then I also have a very busy work schedule. I run the Kylian team. Um, I am a full-time brand photographer. I do this podcast. I do a lot of education, speaking, um, online education, uh, podcast interviews, just all sorts of things like that. And then we have three kids and um, just so many other things beyond just work and family, you know, helping our neighbors and extended family things and um, our friends and all that. But basically, we're always working. Um, Between the two of us, someone is always working. And so it is a lot and it can get really, really busy. So the number one thing that's important is to make time for each other. So about a year and a half ago, we made a new agreement that we were going to go on a date every single Friday night. And I think for nine months in a row, we went on a date every single Friday. And that was such an easy way for us to connect at the end of our busy weeks and to just hang out with each other, talk about the week, kind of connect as couples instead of as parents or as switching off kids and all the other things that we do throughout the week. So that is my first recommendation is to set weekly date nights with your spouse. Set them ahead of time. Every Friday night's date night. Um, You can miss a week here and there and it will be just fine. But if you put it ahead on your calendar, like every Friday is dedicated to us coming together after a busy week. You choose the day of the week. You choose the time. You choose what's best for you. If you don't, if you're not in a place where you can get a babysitter, whether you can afford it or you're not in an area where you trust people then maybe it's when the kids go to bed, we spend X amount of time doing this every week. Maybe it's playing games. Maybe it's um, doing a puzzle. Maybe it's watching a movie. Whatever it is, you can decide ahead of time, like, okay, we're going to turn our phones off and we're going to spend this time every week at this time. And if you put it on the calendar ahead of time, it's easier to make it happen. We had just like a, a babysitter that was set to come every single week, and that's the best that worked for us. Now, there will be times where maybe Friday nights don't work or the night you set don't work every time. And so what Luke and I have started to do is when we have a babysitter here during the day and he has a gap in his day and I have a gap in my day, we'll sneak off for a lunch date or we'll go to the store together or we'll drop the kids off at his sister's house and just go run in real quick and get dinner. Um, So it doesn't have to be a three, four or five hour thing. It's just spending one-on-one time together every single week, even if it's just for 30 minutes or an hour. That's the very first thing I'd recommend. The second thing is have your own things. So let me backtrack a little bit and share exactly what that means. So Luke is from Cache Valley and I moved here when I was 18 to go to college. And then I married Luke and so he kind of already had his stuff, right? He had his friends, he had his family, um, he had the things he liked to do here. And me, I felt like very alone. I didn't have friends. My family wasn't here. I didn't have any hobbies. Um, I was, you know, a freshman, so I didn't even, you know, really know what I was doing with my life. 
And so it was really hard in the beginning because I always felt like Luke had his things and I had nothing. And so I always felt kind of resentful for the things that he was doing that were his. Um, and so when I started photography, that changed completely because I had things that I wanted to do that I enjoyed and he had things that he wanted to do that enjoyed. And we didn't have to be together all the time or he, I didn't have to just tag along to all the things he was doing and feel resentful or feel like he's spending time doing this and not hanging out with me. And obviously there's balance in all things, but I think it is just so much easier when you both have your own hobbies or your own activities and you both can allow each other time and space to do those things. And either you can do them together or do them separate, but make sure that you each have things that you enjoy individually not just doing because he loves them type of thing, if that makes any sense. So as soon as I started photography, um, I actually was like, oh, what are you doing tonight? You should go do this because I need to work on this. And it made things a little bit easier for me to work on my business and on photography because I knew he had things he enjoyed. And he, you know, enjoyed doing the things he did better because he wasn't leaving me behind. And that works really well. So if you don't have something or if your spouse doesn't have something and they're always feeling like, you're, you know, you're going off and doing your business and you're not spending time with them. Um, obviously maybe you're working too much. So first evaluate that. Like, have I spent every single night this week working on my business? Okay. Maybe I need to give half of those nights up to my family or to my husband. But, um, if that's not the case, then maybe look at your life. Okay. What does he like to do? Why don't I do this while he does what he enjoys? So we're both enjoying the things. So that's the second thing that I'd recommend. The third is accepting that we do things differently and not trying to change the other person. When I first got married, I definitely was more of like, we need to do it this way. Or and he was more like, we need to do it this way. And so there was a lot more tension between us because we were always trying to convince the other person that we were right. There's most of most of the things out there, there's no right or wrong way to do things, right? There's my way or your way. We're both right in our own ways. We were raised differently. We were raised in different states by different parents with different environments around us. So we do things very differently. One is not right or wrong. Um, one example of this is um, the way we travel. So when I, I kind of I'm a pretty chill traveler. I've traveled a ton and which is funny because Lucas also traveled a ton. So I don't think that's why, but I just don't get stressed about, um, like being super early or, um, like I don't get stressed about security. I don't get stressed about the only thing I do get stressed about is when we're, once we're on the plane, I don't like to sit by someone who grabs a barf bag. Like that's when I lose my, my mind. But other than that, I do not get stressed traveling. Um, I always think, okay, if we miss this flight, there'll be another one. Like I just, I've never missed a flight. Um, I definitely have had to run to catch a flight at the very end or, um, been close, but I've never missed one yet. And I do try to get there early, but like not two hours early, but Luke is the opposite. He likes to be there two hours early. He takes his belt off in the car. So he doesn't have to take it off in the security line. Um, he has TSA pre-check. Um, he doesn't take anything in his carry-on that's questionable. Like I'm bringing all my snacks in and he doesn't like that because he doesn't want to, you know, get his bag checked, all these things. So in the beginning, I'd be like, just chill out. Like, whatever, it's fine. Um, but after a few years, I realized, okay, this is something that really stresses him out. This is something that doesn't stress me out. Let's just do it our own way. I'll take the kids in my line. He goes into TSA pre-check by himself and then we meet up on the other side. And he's so much happier 
when he's doing what he wants to do traveling and I'm doing what I want to, because I don't want to go freak out about everything. Like I, that doesn't, just isn't enjoyable to me. Like I just, and he doesn't want to do it my way, you know? And so then when we get through security, he'll go sit at the gate, find the gate, sit down, whatever. And I'll go get snacks, go to the bathroom, fill up my water bottle. And I don't go line up as soon as they start boarding people. I kind of come in at the end because it doesn't really matter where I'm in the boarding list. This probably, if you're a flight attendant, I'm sorry, this probably drives you crazy. But for me, it's like, I'd rather walk around the airport than sit on the plane and wait 40 minutes for everyone else to load. So that's my, my (laughs) philosophy on boarding. So anyways, you don't need to know all the details of our traveling, but the point is that we have now accepted we do things differently and we're not trying to change each other. He does it his way. I do it my way. We meet back up when we're on the plane. And it works. And this is everything with life. When we can accept our spouse for all the things that they do and just allow them to be who they are and not try to change them, things get so much easier. And when we can just purely love them without any conditions, it's just so much more blissful. So again, things that we're working on every day, this is not something we're perfect at. Um, Number four is it is okay to fight. Um, growing up, my parents did not fight, at least not around us kids. And so when I first got married, I was really insecure about fighting. Like Luke and I would argue a lot. We're both really strong personalities and he loves a debate and he loves, um, to just like, I wouldn't say argue, but kind of like he just, even sometimes when he doesn't even agree with what he's arguing, he just likes to get you to see the other side. So when I first got married and we were constantly arguing about stuff, I always thought my marriage is bad because I'm fighting. My marriage is bad because I'm fighting. And that was like a belief that I carried because my parents never fought and I thought that they had a good marriage. But I realized as time went on that fighting was how we got further and further ahead and we got closer and closer and closer because when we fought, we eventually resolved it and we came to a resolution and an agreement. And every time we fought for something, we got closer because we were able to um, figure out a solution. And when we don't fight and we hold it all in and we don't share what's frustrating us and we don't get it out, then we're pushing it deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper in. And then eventually it's going to come out in a bigger way or that resentment builds up, shame, all these other emotions that are much harder than just a little bicker here and there. So I encourage you to be vocal about the things that frustrate you and to be vocal about the things that you think could be worked out or could be worked on. And if you are working super, super hard in your business and he's working super, super hard at home, but then all the housework still falls on you and that's frustrating you, don't hold that in. Bring that up. And the same goes for him. If you are working constantly on your business and things are falling through the cracks. Like he needs to bring that up as well. And so you guys can figure something out. Maybe it's hiring help. Maybe it's a babysitter. Maybe it's working out a schedule where you have time to work. He has time to work. Things like that. If you do not talk about it, argue about it, sometimes fight about it, then you'll never get to a resolution. And if we don't get to resolutions, the resentment builds up and then it turns into a much, much bigger, deeper issue. So it is okay to fight. I encourage you you don't need to yell and scream at each other when I say fight. That can just be like bringing up things that are hard, talking about them and resolving them. And the last thing is to remember that you guys are a team and there's going to be times where you're going to have to support the home and family and the kids more while he's busy at work. And there are going to be times where he's going to have to support home, family and the kids more while you're at work. And now that you're both working parents, 
um, there's going to have to be a little bit of, of pull on both sides. Like sometimes you give a little more, sometimes he gives a little more. It's never one person. It's a team effort. And sometimes, you know, some one person on the team has to step up a little bit to carry the team, but it can't always be one person. And I think as women, we feel like we need to take on a lot of it. Um, the housework, the cooking, the kids, the kids' schedules, running them to and from. Um, and a lot of times with the husband's job, it's more stable. You know, it's more like a nine to five Monday through Friday. And so a lot of that just naturally falls on the women. But when you start a business and then still try to do all the things you were doing at home before and after school, running the kids places, cooking, cleaning, and you're not, um, sharing that load with your spouse, then it gets really hard. And that's where that resentment builds up on both ends. On your end, because you feel like you have everything, you have the whole load of responsibility at home and you're starting to run a business and bring in income. So you feel like you're carrying a lot of that burden. But then also there's resentment on their part. I've seen a lot with, with husbands because the house isn't as clean as it used to be. The kids, like the dinners aren't as good. And so there there's that resentment, which is why I wanted to mention that it's okay to fart, fight and argue and get to resolutions, but also remember that you guys are a team and sometimes he's going to have to step up a little bit more and sometimes you're going to have to step up a little bit more. And that's something that I've really admired about my husband from day one is he never has put the housework on me or the cooking on me and I've never put the breadwinning on him. Like together, we do all the jobs. And obviously, there are different things that, like me as a woman, as a mom, um, that I do better and differently than him, or responsibilities that men or dads don't ever even think of, like changing out the kids' clothes when they grow up, or having contact information for all the teachers, or, um, you know, that kind of stuff. That kind of stuff is just naturally what moms do, right? But with the dads, you know, anyways, there's just a lot of jobs that. Um, you need to work together on housework, cooking, like maybe, hey, can you take a couple nights of cooking this week because I have some deadlines coming up and, you know, we're in 2021, men can cook and honestly, my husband's a great cook. He's a lot of things he's better cooking on. Um, he can clean and I know that most of your husband's probably already, already doing this, but if they're not, it is time to have that discussion and like, you know, share that load because you guys are a team and one person does not do everything on a team. You work together and sometimes that looks differently. My husband has taken off days of work or even a week off of work before when um, I've had to go to conferences or workshops and we couldn't find a babysitter and vice versa. I've taken weeks off work while he has to travel out of town um, and we just, we switch off and it's great. So, if that's not possible in your relationship, maybe he works too much or he works out of town or or you're single or whatever it is, you can expand your team beyond just you and your spouse. You can enlist your children in helping. And if they're too young, that's when you start hiring help. Maybe it's help from your mom, help from your sisters, or maybe it's hiring someone to come clean your house once a week or hiring someone to help with meal prep or hiring someone to watch your kids so you can work a couple hours a week. I do all of those things and it's great. I, I um, have someone come just do my bathrooms and kitchen once a week for two hours. It's amazing. She's amazing. Um, I have someone who watches my kids while I work, while I'm recording this podcast right now, while I do my shoot days, four days a week in the mornings. 
And then for meals, I'm actually using HelloFresh. So it's a subscription. Every week I get four meals. So it just sends me the ingredients and the recipe. And then each night I'll pull out the bag of ingredients and I'll follow the recipe. I only order the ones that take 30 minutes or less. And it just takes all that like planning. Oh, what should I make for dinner and the prep work and everything so much easier. So you can expand your team to... Hello Fresh to a, a cleaner, to a babysitter, to a neighbor, because you cannot do everything by yourself. And I know that we as women try to take on the world, but guess what? You can ask for help too. So that is my advice for keeping your marriage alive while being busy with life and business. And I know it's hard and there are different seasons where things are harder than others, but stick with it and make time for each other because it's definitely worth it. We're going to have Luke on here in a couple of weeks to answer the rest of the questions about um, building this business and what that looks like on his side and how involved he is and all those other questions. So if you have any other questions about marriage um, for him that you want him to answer on here, just send me a DM or an email and I will put that into our little, our notes for the podcast. Thank you for being here on the Kylie Mentors Moms podcast. If you have a friend that needs to hear this message, please share it. Hang out with us daily at Kylie and Studios on Instagram and use the hashtag KylieMentorsMoms.